It's actually one of the hardest things in life when we talk about decisions, meaning you, you have a good choice. It's that battle of good opportunities versus disciplined priorities. And I can promise you, anytime you make a choice to get committed towards something and do the hard work, do the dirty work, I guarantee you every time there'll be good opportunities to challenge your discipline. Success. I am your gracious host, Joshua Washington, and it's so good to have you all back here on another hump day. I can feel summer on the horizon, and I live here in Florida, so it almost feels like hell is on the horizon as well, all right? But we're going to keep it positive and keep it pushing today. Thank you all again for tuning in this week. I want to say a gracious thank you to all of the frequent flyers that I like to call you all those who tune in every week and you support uh, this podcast I want to say thank you so much and to the newbies who are jumping around or just getting on the bandwagon you are welcomed as well this podcast is really geared towards taking you know coaching conversations and topics that help us all grow together and with a with an intention in mind and that intention is that you would experience the life you were created to live and we've been talking about the mentality of success here for quite a while, which is really centered around identifying purpose and uh, defining success in life. Um, and maybe that's a good time for the book. If you haven't gotten the book yet, please get it. I was doing something this uh, week, just going through all the concepts because we're getting ready to really expand on the lessons that are in this book. And I didn't even realize I'm supposed to be the author here. And I didn't realize that there's over like, man, there's over, there has to be over 10 to 15 just concept nuggets in there that if applied to your life, I believe will transform your life. So that's my little advertisement for this week. I haven't done that in a while. And people are telling me, you need to market the book more. So there you go, folks. I'm being, <laughs> I'm being a good listener. And I will tell people a little bit more about this because I want to see lives change, man. So hopefully that helps give a little more insight. Maybe I need to post that somewhere. Like I need to I need to post it so people can see. And shoot, we're on the podcast. Let me pull this up. You all are my y'all are my folks. Let me let me show y'all something. This has nothing to do with today's topic of conversation. But I'm just going to I was kind of like wild at just looking at all the things that are in here. So check this out. We look at the framework, the mentality of success. We start off with dreams. I wrote down everything that was under the dreams category. And here's what I walked away with. We have, talk, we're talking about flavorful dreams, which flavorful dreams are about hope, purpose, identity, belonging, growth. Then we talked about the challenges when you lose your, your flavor, which was forfeited purpose was the topic there. Already, just that alone, there could be a whole book about just that, all right? But then we got into the three C's of limitation, then we got into embracing the search, which was all about how you have the answers and how to, you know, dig them up. Then we got into applied vision, which is really talking about clarity. What what do I want? Knowing what dreams mean for my life. 
which dreams are worth pursuing and how to organize the pursuit of those dreams. And that led right into the five dream types, right? And so from there, we get into the five principles for maintaining the flavor in your dreams. And then finally, that last, which I didn't put this in the book, but this is something we're going to work on here. It's called Overcoming the Challenges of Activating Your Dreams. And there are 10 activators. That is just the first chapter. So I don't know any other better way to kind of unwrap that for folks. That That's a lot. And I could see why many of the readers I've talked to are still stuck on the first chapter. <laughs> it makes so much sense. There's so much, so much good stuff in there. Um, so I didn't mean I didn't plan on doing that, but I think it's time well spent. All right. Let's transition to this week. Um, for those of you who are into stories, I have a story for you um, this week. I mean, it's nothing juicy, I don't think. But I think it's something that will really help our point here. So if you didn't notice on the title of this episode, I had an experience this week that reminded me the constant battle that we have when we get to a certain place in our lives where we feel like, okay, I'm in that development zone or, or, or I should say the decision zone. I know who I am. I know what I'm made of. I know how I best serve. I'm, I'm doing that. I have my priorities in line. And they, they are solid. And then there comes just an opportunity that just seems like, <laughs> are you kidding me? Are you serious? And you're like focused on all this stuff over here. And then, bam, this opportunity comes up. And you have to contemplate, is it something you should pivot and focus on? So in a small way, that kind of happened to me this week. I was invited to a, a wonderful leads group out here in my city, and or the city where I reside. My city is Immokalee. Uh, but out here, I was invited to a, a leads group, wonderful leads group. And can I just say, I the, the thing, my wife was laughing at me because she asked me how was the group meeting, and I said, hun, I don't know where they got those darn potatoes from, but those potatoes were from heaven. Like, the seasoning. The, the crisp, like they were crispy on the outside, soft in the middle. I'm making some of y'all hungry right now. Like it was amazing. And that just tells you how my attention span works. Because I'm sitting there, people are talking, introducing themselves. And there's just a little, there's a party going on in my head about how great these potatoes taste. So <laughs> the potatoes were amazing. I might go back. I don't plan on joining, but I might go back for one more meeting just to eat some more potatoes, Okay. That is terrible, but that is me. All right. Anyways, back to the story. So I'm in this uh, leads group. It was like a, a bring your friends day, and a friend of mine invited me. So I, you know, I figured let me go check it out. I'm in that season where you you all know I believe network is the third greatest currency, but I also know you can't stretch yourself too too thin in your network, or you won't be able to serve, give back. And I'm in I'm involved in several networks. But I figured, you know what, let me check it out. I always go into one of these events with a plan. And so I'm there, and I'm sitting there, and, and people are going around introducing themselves. And I'm having a party about the potatoes. But eventually, I start to lock in, and I realize this is a really good group. Like, they have a 
a nice kind of camaraderie among them. It seems like there's a, a good amount of opportunity in that room. Nobody in that room does what I, I do. And that's probably a good moment to stop and explain what a leads group is. Some of you probably have never heard of that. So the purpose of a leads group is people get together and they try to gain each other business, basically. So they, they, they come together and they, they look for opportunities that would serve not only them, their business, but people that they know within their group. Okay. It's a great concept if you can pull it off and get it, you know, working well. Um, uh, I think it's there's power in numbers. So I love the overall concept. And they were very thorough, right? They went around in, in the circle and people would talk about how many meetings they had that week and how many leads they, they discovered and uncovered. I had never really been in one of these groups. So for me, it was very cool to see how it all kind of goes down. And if I knew they had potatoes like this earlier, I might have joined, you know, just to, just to smooch a little bit. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I would not do that. But it's a good thought. Um, but, yeah, it was really cool. So afterwards, uh, the meeting kind of adjourned, and we are you know, standing around getting a chance to talk to some of the people in the room. And this guy, this guy walks up to me. And it's so funny. I love I love people like this. Like that don't they don't beat around the bush. They just kind of they they shoot their shot, so to speak. So this guy approaches me, and I'll leave his name anonymous for confidentiality purposes. You never know who listens to this thing. It's a good story though. But he comes up and he says, Well, are you gonna join or not? <laughs> Are you going to join or not? And he was tongue in cheek. He was, he was, you know, halfway joking. And then he he, gra- he he puts my arm up and he grabs it, and he starts kind of like like he's uh mimicking the twisting motion, like I'm twisting your arm to get you in, uh, which I you know that is very, in many ways I don't know if flattering is the right word, but it's very encouraging when somebody wants you to join their group that bad, and in, in, and not only that he started really just giving me a rundown on how great the group would be for me and how you need to connect with this person and this person because they would be great for your business. And I don't, I don't think he was wrong. I really don't. I think the meeting or that group probably could be really you know, good for or at least good for business. But here's the thing, and here's why I want to draw our attention to today. I walked away from that meeting and decided I'm not going to join that. After all the, after how good the potatoes were, after how great I thought the people were in that room, and after how I analyzed that there may be some opportunity in there to continue building business. But I, I decided on my drive out, no, I don't think this is for me. And here's why. It is very easy and I think I told you all this an episode ago, but I am, like I'm gaining some momentum in very critical foundational areas. Primarily one of the, I mentioned last week, I think was like diligence, like really being able to focus because I believe that's the next like skill, professional skill that's going to separate the haves from the have nots is our ability to focus for an extended period of time and to do it with eagerness and energy 
and consistency, which the that's why the word I am really focused on right now is diligence. And there's been, you know, over the past year or two, it's just been a buildup of really getting getting that cadence, those fundamentals down, showing up, time management, priority management, leadership development, developing, you know, skill sets and things like that. Like really getting focused on that foundational element for what is coming, I believe, down the road. And so I tell you all that to say, whenever you begin to have finally reached that level of what we call like conscious competence, meaning like you know how to do it and you're doing it, you're diligent about it, and you're taking action on it, and you're, you're beginning to see some momentum build, inevitably, and maybe this is not true for 100% of people, but a high percentage of people, you can say this is true. Inevitably, a good opportunity will rear its head. And I'm here to tell you that that good opportunity sometimes is just a good distraction. It's a good distraction. And we have to be careful to not give in to the temptation that we would leap into a good opportunity that violates our priorities. I'm going to say it again. We have to be very careful not to give in to the temptation of what seems like a good opportunity when it truly violates our priorities. Now, you may say, well, Josh, this isn't your priority to build the business. Yes, that is a priority, but how we go about doing it is how I've defined my priorities. And so let me give you some more details on this group. This group meets every Tuesday morning at like 7.15. Part of the requirements from what I gathered being in the room is that you're encouraged to have lunch with people every week. You know, other members to get to know and to know who you're referring. In addition to that, there are other responsibilities, many of which I did a quick time management assessment and realized I don't have time for that. Not because it's not good, but because it's not aligned with what my priorities right now are right now of building strong time management skills. Because my goal, my priority is being able to produce at an elite level. That's what I want to own in on. That's my goal. My goal in, in both fields that I kind of operate in, which are really around the same thing, personal, professional development, coaching, training, you know, strategy and speaking, like I want to produce at a high level. And the only way you can produce at a high level is if you have a high level of focus and ability to concentrate. I know me. I'm already involved in two or three other, you know, groups. They're not leads groups, but they're networks. And they're good networks. And here's, here's how you can, let me wrap this up because I want to get into some, some points here. Does that, does that make sense why I would say no to that? Because when I did the assessment, yes, it'd be good for business, but long-term, it would slow me down from building myself into the leader that I see leading that great responsibility ahead. Okay? And I want you to correlate this down to your own life. Because for me, there are some indicators when I know 
or get a sense that this may not be for me. And I want to share them with you in hopes that they will help you as well in your decision making. Number one, when a decision is made because of desperation, that is a sure sign that you may want to pump the brakes and analyze that a little bit more. Meaning, one of the things that was enticing to me was, man, I could quickly build a clientele with this group. But I've already done that. I've already made that mistake of getting so desperate to get business that you will pay what, what I heard a speaker call one time, you will pay the stupid tax. Which is a fun way of saying you'll pay for your mistake of not sticking to the plan, not sticking to your priorities. And taking what really seems like the easier route. And while there's something to be said about working smarter, not harder, I don't believe in working easier. Because sometimes easier can be more hurtful and harmful to your development. And the best example we can see this in is when it comes to working out. Now, I'm still not Arnold Schwarzenegger, but we're working on a dad bod a little bit around these times, you know, right now. <laughs> and it was just very unpleasant. I just, I got to admit, that first week was like, why am I doing this? Who does this? I don't want to be healthy. I liked my life when I was standing in front of the pantry eating saltine crackers. And I'm not hungry. Like, it wasn't good, but it, I was okay with it. And now here I am working on making better choices. <laughs> but no, listen, seriously. So I'm, I'm in the middle. I'm, I'm, I'm like in the second week of this thing trying to, you know, do better with my, my habits because health is one of the seven priorities of a high capacity leader. So I can't tell you all that and not do better in my own life and physical health, I mean. And so I'm working out. And again, this goes back to the example that we were talking about of the easy route, right? Or, or what, what looks more enticing. And it, it was something that came to mind when I'm in the middle of a set and wondering, why am I going through all this pain? And the reason is because we know if the only way to build muscle is to tear down muscle. It's the only way. And tearing down that muscle is very painful. But here's the thing. When we do that, our muscle heals back together stronger. And that is sometimes what that easy route versus the more difficult route. Uh, that's the analysis you for yourself you have to make. If it's something that's more efficient, that's different. But if it's just something that you know you're taking the easy route for a quick win that will, in the end will rob you of more, I would challenge you today to do the hard thing. Because the hard thing will help you have the sustaining power and skill set to, to be able to carry whatever you're called to steward. And today was a challenge for me. And I'll use another gym analogy. Hopefully it'll be better than the last. Uh, today, it's almost one of those instances I was doing the dumbbells, right? And I had a choice between 10 pounds and 20 pounds. Okay, that those are my choices. Now, I got to admit, 10 pounds is a little bit of an ego shot. Like, I should be able to, to curl more than 10 pounds. I can do that. But I was halfway through that workout, and those muscles were a little bit more tired than usual. And I had this thought. 
And the thought was, don't focus on the weight. Focus on the form. And those of you who are much more, you know, immersed and versed in, in physical training, you know that form is way more important than weight. Because you take on too much weight and you can hurt yourself. It'll look good to the person, you know, that you're trying to impress because you're carrying all this weight. But in the end, it will hurt you because you're not practicing the proper form. How does that relate to our lives? To pick up that leads group might have been more weight. That would look good. I could tell people I'm in this group. I'm in that group. I'm doing this thing. I'm doing that thing. I'd be a lot busier for sure. But it would it would interrupt my form. It would interrupt my discipline of focusing on where I know I'm supposed to be focused on, focusing where I know I'm supposed to be more diligent. And that's the biggest takeaway I want you to have today. Are you putting on more weight just for the sake of desperation or desperately trying to reach some outcome or goal when you could be focusing on your form and developing the fundamentals that will help you sustain whatever that outcome is? I'm not saying you are, I'm not saying you're not, but I want you to think about that today. I want you to think about what do you need to say no to? What have you been saying yes to that does not fit within your priorities? That would overextend you in a negative way? And whatever that that thing is, my challenge to you today is to take the step and say no. Be disciplined. Stick with your form. Keep the long picture in mind. Do the hard thing. And I promise you, if you do this, if you choose the discipline over that nice, shiny, good opportunity, you will not regret it. All right. That's all for me this week. I'm going to get on out of here. But thank you all for tuning in. Thank you all for listening. And I would encourage you to make sure that you like, subscribe and share this thing. Share the value so that we can get more people involved in this community. And um, as always, please let me know if any of this is adding value to you or if it's a timely message. You can shoot me an email at thejoshuamentality at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. Um, again, that's thejoshuamentality at gmail.com. Or let's use the website. It could be joshua at thejoshuamentality.com. All right. Thank you all so much. And I will see you right here same time next week reminding you that success is your destiny. Woo!